1: and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven starts now.
2: There was a man on the edge of disaster, and he's in a position to lose everything, his finances, his health, even lose his family, his home, his entire estate, his friendships, and even his own life. The man was so important, his decision could take down the entire nation. Does that sound familiar? Maybe your decision won't destroy an entire nation, but possibly you are facing a situation where the enemy is coming against you. And it seems that disaster is about to strike. Maybe you're in a place where you're saying right now, what can I do now? Well, let's deal with adversity coming against you and find out how to take the enemy by storm. Maybe it's time to learn how to ambush your enemies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Listen, the next time you pick up your Bible, if you have it right now, pick it up and say, this is the book of principles, rules that govern this realm. The word is established in heaven, and it shall perform. It shall not return void, but it shall accomplish to it has been sent. This is the word of the law. Now, don't let it depart out of your mouth. No, let's take this word and ambush your enemies. Now, let's watch this man who walked in God's favor and overcame He is going to ambush his enemies. Instead of being robbed, he will end up robbing them. His enemies think that they can plot and plan to overtake him. The weapons that this man has are weapons that they cannot see. Therefore, they cannot anticipate his next move. My father used to have an old saying, and that saying was, the greatest element of war is a surprise attack. So instead of them taking his goods, he will take them by surprise, and they won't see him coming. Now, that's an ambush. I'm in Second Chronicles today, chapter 20, verse 3 to 24. Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 3 to 24. King Josaphat, in the beginning of his walk as king, he's walking closely with God. And unlike some of the former kings of his day, he had this relationship with God, and he gave a command Yet all of the false worship of the God Asherah was to be taken down and destroyed. And so King Josaphat sets out to reform Judah. So the Bible says, Josaphat dwelt at Jerusalem and he went among the people from Beersheba to the mountains of Ephron, And he brought them back to the Lord God of their fathers. And then he set Judges in the land. Now this man goes through the land, setting things in order. What would happen if we lived that way? Talking about going through your own land spiritually and setting everything in order. Spiritually, this man is positioning himself for victory. He is positioning himself for an ambush to overtake his enemies, but he isn't aware of what is to come. He is setting the stage for victory. The Bible says, therefore, all the fortified cities of Judah... City by city, he went through them and he said to the judges, take heed now to what you are doing for you do not judge for man, but for the Lord who is with you in judgment. Now watch this. So he sets up judges in the land and he tells them you're not judging for yourself. You're judging for God. And then he uses these powerful words to the judges that he appoints. He says, now, therefore, let the fear of the Lord be upon you take care and do it for there is no iniquity with the Lord, our God and no partiality nor taking of bribes. And then he further tells him this, you must be faithful to God and respect him and give him reverence. So, so he's telling the judges, you, you don't judge on your own. You judge for God and God is no respecter of persons. and He cannot be bribed. And so he commanded them saying, thus shall act in the fear of the Lord faithfully and with a loyal heart. Thus, you shall act in the fear of the Lord faithfully and with a loyal heart. We're talking about ambushing the enemy today. King Josephat knew how to get God's attention. Once you have God's attention, stay there. Stay right where you are. Align yourself with his principles and his ways. That's what King Joseph was doing at the outset of his reign. He was aligning the people. He went from one city to another, setting up judges and priests and people to make the judgments and to lead the people. Oh, But here's where many people miss it. They do not fear God. They don't give him reference. King Josephat clearly wanted them to fear God, to have a holy reference for God. King Josephat at this point is moving in power. He may not know it, but spiritually, he is moving in great power. He told his people, he, he told them to be kind to the people because God is no respecter of persons. He wanted the favor of God to be upon his nation. You know, my mentor used to say to me, I studied under one for 23 years, and she used to say, Valerie, I don't mistreat anybody. I'm afraid to mistreat God's people. I am afraid of what God will do to me if I mistreat anyone. So she was very careful about how she treated others. Now, somehow we left that off somewhere back there. I'm not sure where we left it off, but many of us have left it off. It's not a teaching so much today. The word Lord says to treat everyone with kindness, but especially those of the household of faith. Galatians 6 and 10 in Second Chronicles 20, it says, Then some came and told Josephat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you, King Josephat, from beyond the sea, from Syria and Tamar. They were on their way. Doom and destruction had been announced, that he would lose everything. Watch what happens. King Josephat was so afraid. Fear attacked his mind. It was though he was paralyzed. And then suddenly he makes a spiritual move to conquer after fear had overtaken him it drove him to his knees that's when fear does a good work it drove king josephat to his knees the bible said and josephat feared and he set himself to seek the lord wait a minute everything just took a turn fear drove him to his knees and then he stands and makes an announcement and he proclaims a fast throughout all of judah So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came together to seek the Lord. Joseph and the people of Judah assembled together in the house of God. And King Joseph came before the people. And he began to cry out to the Lord. Joseph ministered unto God in front of all the people. I believe he stood before God there. And when he stood before God, there was a shift in the spirit realm. When he stood before God and there was a shift, God put on his war clothes on behalf of Judah. King Joseph had cried out to God. And he told God, Lord God, you rule over the heavens and over all the kingdoms of the heathen. He told God that you are all powerful and that none could be delivered out of his hand. King Joseph had had two weapons that the enemy could not see. His enemies could not see the weapons that he had. In those days, one nation would spy out another. One tribe would spy out another to see what their weapons were. Well, they knew what King Josephat's weapons were, but there were weapons that they could not see that weren't in the natural. He had the weapon of prayer with fasting, and King Josephat had faith. So further, at this point in his life, He is obedient and he is humble before God. This man had a relationship with God and he kept very close. So he is under the shadow of God's wing. How can anyone defeat him in that position? Look at the position that King Joseph has set himself in. What are your enemies? Sickness, poverty, death, destroyed relationships, everything that was loose in the garden. Those are our enemies. And God will destroy your enemies because he has already destroyed the power of sickness and sin and disease and poverty over your life. But maybe you've been robbed. but well, God wants restoration to begin to happen in your life today. The king knew that God was in control. This is an important principle when you're in the heat of a battle or you see one coming forth. An important principle is to know that God is in control. King Joseph had understood that God was in control. And so the first thing that he did when he went before God was he acknowledged before God that he was in control. Whenever the enemy is attacking you, acknowledge that God is in control. Go before God and tell him that there is no power. That can come against you. O God, my father. There is no weapon that can defeat you, father. The king reminded God of his word next. That he had promised. That they would not be destroyed by their enemies, by sickness or by famine. If they would stand in his presence in the temple and cry out to him. In the time of your need, keep your faith. Go before God and remind him of his promises. Seek God's word because it is alive and stand before him with his word. Because it's established, it cannot be moved. Because God is bound by an oath, he watches over his word to be sure that it performs. If you stand on it, it will perform for you and God will ambush your enemies. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent for he has said it. Shall he not do it? Has he spoken it? Shall he not make it good? Numbers 23 and 19. Did you know that God dreams about you? Oh, he certainly does. I bet you didn't know that. Well, so what does he dream about you? And how do I know that he dreams about you? Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven. He said, I have a hope and a dream for you and it's good and not evil. God's dream and hope for you is victory. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be a success. King Josephat knew this. So before the people of Judah, he stated, he he told God that they were weak without him. It was impossible for them to overtake their enemies, that they had to depend upon God. He admitted that they didn't have the answers and that they were looking to God. He admitted that their eyes were focused on him. Second Chronicles 20 and 12. These are important steps to set up an ambush for your enemies. You'll take Satan by surprise. When you respond in faith, keep your heart stayed on God, beloved of God. And even though fear will try to attack you, if you will rise up in faith, And you will overtake the enemy doubt and murmuring and complaining. When trouble arises is only the result of one thing. Doubt and complaining come out of a heart of unbelief. It's a product of unbelief. Not believing God will rescue, not believing that God will deliver, not believing that God is going to keep his word to you. Murmuring and complaining only comes out of unbelief. Praise and worship is a product of faith. When the king finished praying, the presence of the Lord fell upon a man there with them. And he said, hearken ye all Judah, and you have a chance, Jerusalem, thou King Josephat. Thus says the Lord unto you, be not afraid or dismayed by reason of this great multitude. for the battle is not yours, but the Lord." second Chronicles 20 and 15. So you see, God's hope and his plan, his dream for you is that your enemies will be defeated because God is with you, that you will walk so close with him, that you will keep such a tight relationship with him, that you will win every battle and that you will take every victory. Choose today whom you will serve. Choose today what your walk will be like. And when the day of trouble comes, God will ambush your enemies. God gave revelation to King Josephat where the enemy was. He told Josaphat to take his army and go down against them. And he told them that they would not have to fight that day. Second Chronicles 20 and 17. When the king spoke these words to the people, they fell down and they worshiped God. The next day when they went out to battle, knowing they would not need to fight, they sang and they praised the Lord. They had a weapon that the enemy could not see. They had the weapon of fasting and prayer. They had a weapon of faith now in their heart for God. They knew that God would deliver them. They knew that God would make his word good. They had to remember. They must have remembered the good that God had done for them in the past. Judah took confidence in God. They weren't murmuring and complaining. They weren't walking in unbelief. Unbelief will cause failure. It's a faith crime. Having faith in God, giving God reverence and praise and worship, these are weapons of warfare, and the enemy will be defeated. When King Joseph had stood before the people and reminded God of what he had said, That he had made that promise that they would not have starvation. They would not have famine. Their enemies would not be able to defeat them. When he made that, when God made that promise, King Joseph must have hid that in his heart. Because when the day of trouble came, there it was alive in his heart. And he called that to remembrance as he ministered before God. What are your weapons of warfare? What are you calling to God's remembrance? What promise has God given to you? What prophecy has the Lord spoken over you in the word of God? The prophecy that God has spoken will stand and the prophecy will speak on its own. King Joseph wasn't murmuring and complaining. His heart was not filled with unbelief. King Joseph was driven to his knees because of fear. Satan thought that was the weapon that would defeat the king. But the king allowed that fear that drove him to his knees. That put him in a state of being paralyzed, not knowing what to do, but it drove him to his knees. The king rose up in faith and went before the people. As God was directing him, he went before the people and he reminded the people of who God is. He reminded the people what God had said that he would do. This encouraged the people. Faith must have been activated among them. They were ready to follow the king's orders given by God to go out and face the enemy, face the enemy with music, face the enemy with song and praise. But the people had confidence in God that if that's what God said to do, that they would do it. What is God telling you to do in the midst of the circumstance, right where you are right now, whatever you are facing, whatever you're walking someone else through, what will be your weapons of warfare? If murmuring and complaining are coming out of your mouth, then it's coming out of a heart of unbelief. Cast unbelief out of your heart. Purpose in your heart I'm going to walk with God. I'm going to do this right this time. I'm not going to make the mistake of unbelief. I'm going to have faith in God. I'm not going to commit any faith crimes. I'm going to have faith in God. I take God at his word. I believe that he watches over his word to perform. I'm going to go before God and minister his word back to him. God will bless you. God will strengthen you. The anointing over your life will increase as you keep a close relationship with God. King Joseph at that point in his life was obedient to the spirit of God. And so the Bible tells us that as they sang and praised God, that God set up an ambush against the enemies that came against them. God sent confusion in the enemy's camp and the enemy began to fight one another. They turned the armies together and they fought against the army of Mount Seir. And after they fought against that army and destroyed them, then those armies turned against one another and they began to fight one another. God had put confusion in the enemy's camp and they destroyed one another. They never came against Israel. They killed one another. The word of the Lord tells us that they did not stop until every one of them was dead. When you reach a point where you're desperate and you're just not sure what to do, turn to the Lord. If fear drives you to your knees, that's all right. Then fear can be used in your life to do something great. If it drives you to your knees and it's driven you to God. God revealed the location of the enemy. God told them to stand and watch, and he would deliver them. Second Chronicles 20 and 17. Oh, the people were encouraged by what God had said to King Joseph. No one escaped. Joseph and the armies of Judah didn't fight at all. They never pulled out their swords to fight. God heard and answered the king's prayers. God did a supernatural intervention. And the victory belonged to Judah. God is the saying, yesterday, today, and forever. The incredible victory that God gave Judah was an answer to prayer. And it shows us that God will give us the victory in every circumstance. God wants us to know that he is immovable. He is unchangeable. He's the saying, yesterday, today, and forever. By the power of Almighty God, he himself will set up an ambush. Because he watches over his word to be sure that his word performs. God has anointed you. God has chosen you. God is empowering you right now as you're listening to this message. So that you will know that he will set up an ambush and defeat your enemies. God is with you in every circumstance that you are facing right now. If fear is trying to prevail over you, then allow that fear to drive you to your knees. Allow those tears to drive you to a place of prayer. Allow that circumstance to cause you to turn to God and to go to him and minister unto him and remind him that you are the only one who can prevail over the circumstance in my life. There is none other, Lord. You are the only one who I can call on and who will answer me. There is no power and heaven and earth that can change some situations. Only God, only God. He is the only power that can change your circumstance. He'll set up an ambush over your enemy. When the enemy comes out to attack from one direction, God will compass them about with his power. He will encompass round about the enemy. He'll put confusion in the enemy's camp. People will do good for you when they don't even know They're doing good for you. When the armies came against one another and began to kill each other, the spoils that were left after they were all dead, Joseph's army went in and took all the spoils. You see, in those days, Bible scholars, in those days, when men, when they went into war, they would carry their gold and their silver. They would put it, you know, under their armor. So that just in case, while they were out at war, If their camp or their city was attacked, they had all their valuables, their gold, their jewels. They had their valuables on them. And so this was the way. This is how the battles were fought in those days. They would have their goods on them. They weren't going to be robbed back at home while they were at war. That trick had happened too many times. And so they had their valuables on them at war. And so after the armies had killed one another in confusion and overtaken their camp, and they're all dead. King Josaphat's army goes in and robs. They take the spoils off of them, all the gold, all the jewels, all the silver. They take all the spoils of war, and they take them back to their city. God set up an ambush against the enemy. Just when he thinks he's got you cornered off, God has an answer. God wants to prevail for you because he has a hope and a dream for your life, and it's good, and it's not evil. Jeremiah 29 and 11. God has a dream for you. That dream is victory. God wants us to walk in such an intimate relationship that whatever the need is, we cry out to him and we submit in humility, reminding him that we know that you are the God over the heavens and the earth. You're the God over the heathen. You are God over everything. And above anything else, you, Lord, are in control. These are steps to victory and warfare. God will set up an ambush for your enemy. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's
1: people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 530. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.